one of the things uh all right, we we might even be live right now. So on Confidence it says the broadcast is live. Okay. All right. I think I think it's real. So um welcome to uh the Chirpcast. Uh like it. I, I've never I've never you know uh done this before. This is gonna be the first episode of it. My name is Corey Cottrell. This is my friend Fred Eater, who's going to be a channel owner on Chirp. Um the basic idea of this podcast is I want to interview all of the interesting people and projects uh, and, and creators that are going to be owning channels on, on Chirp when it launches. And of course, I'll be interviewing them when they're done. Um, of course, we have in mind like a bunch of really cool video intros now that we've uh, done that for my other show, Coffee, in the last 24 hours. We tried that out today. Uh, that was so we got- awesome. Yeah, this is sort of the the you know I, Fred is available now, and I wanted to talk to him about this stuff now anyway. So you know, my goal is to make this uh, uh, the highest production thing that I've ever been a part of. Sadly, the bar is very low. We usually just do everything live because it's how we roll. Uh, but people, frankly, Fred, people like you have inspired me to to uh, really want to get um, uh, my shit together, <laughs> as it were, because this troop thing is a big deal. Like it, you know, I, I'm. The, the the head of sort of community development for uh, for trip they brought me onto that team explicitly for that and I like I I, I want to do them proud you know if, if that makes sense right like it, this is going to be an amazing uh, um, application and and uh, uh, you know social media platform after it launches uh, hopefully within you know a week or two or whatever and I, I I'm feeling a, a a kind of a real duty to 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 pour some energy into making it look really really sharp um, so this is like an hour's worth of thinking of that and it will get better very quickly. So anyway, Fred, thank you so much for, for, for joining me. Uh, I know I've been like, you know, uh, uh, smashing your, your brain for quite a while as far as uh, what we might be able to do with chirp and, and how to solve for, for Facebook and Twitter and all of that other stuff. So, so cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we actually have a comment. This whole thing is like, oh. we've got, cause we're, we're on uh, the so local page. We're also on the chirp. Uh, um, the chirp only group, which is kind of fun. Yeah, uh, David Miller just uh, suggested I'm very busy. It's true. You have no idea. I was going 900 miles an hour until we got here after coffee was done uh, a, an hour ago. So here's what I want to do. Um, I want to get to know or have uh, everybody in the chirp family get to know uh, Uncle Fred and Fred's front porch. So could you maybe tell us how the podcast started? Definitely spend a lot of time on whose fault that is, um, <laughs> but then you know tell tell us about uh, uh, about the podcast and and you know about where you're headed. All right, um, the podcast started because I watched or listened to, I guess, my first podcast. I don't know, maybe a year or so ago, which was this obscure little show called Moving Forward, and I really liked it, and so. I was running a blog at the time and I wrote a review about the show that I thought was pretty good. And evidently the hosts did too, um, because they asked me to be a guest on their show. I am really not much of a guest on anyone's show because I'm frighteningly unimportant, but that's kind of part of the point of my show. Um, but you and, and Rio said, Hey, no, man, you got to have a podcast. So I said, okay. And I took a shot and I recorded it like eight minute pilot off of anchor and it was kind of embarrassingly bad. Um, I re- And it's frightening that it's among the most viewed episodes I have ever done. It's like, no, no, I really didn't know what I was doing yet. Um, but what I 
the objective of the show and I think of my life is um, I want to change the world. Um, and I am really well aware of the fact that I won't. Uh, my father told me once, dad taught philosophy of education for a hundred million years. And he said, Camus said it, but I could never find the reference. And then he died and I never did. But Camus was supposed to have said to believe you can change the world is insanity. Failure to try is cowardice. Okay, I'm going to try. Um, no, I'm not going to succeed, particularly not on my tiny little front porch. But I hope that I can change one idea in one mind at a time. And that's what I try to do. Um, and, my, and it all really came about because of Andrew Yang. Um, I had never heard of him. And he popped up on my Facebook one day with this bizarre idea about giving everybody $1,000 a month. And I thought, my God, what a bizarre gimmick. On the other hand, I need the money. Uh, and then I started learning about it. And I fell in love with humanity first. Fuck this America first shit. Uh, I like the idea that, you know what? It, as it turns out, all human beings matter. Um, you, me, and the people I don't like. Um, if you are alive, and on this planet, you deserve what is necessary to survive. We've made up this society based on little green pieces of paper. And someone told me, no, they're not paper, Fred. They're actually cloth and linen, whatever. We decided that these pieces of paper and these digits on a computer accurately show your value. I'm sorry they don't. Um, but we, we have the Puritan work ethic that says, you must work and you must work hard. Otherwise, you are of no value. Um, first, I would argue with their definition of work. Um, no, I don't go into uh, the Alorica office and sell direct TV anymore. But I work 60 hours a week at least on my podcast. Um, why? Because it's fun. Because I like what I'm doing. Because I feel good. Work doesn't have to mean pointless hours invested in something that accomplishes nothing and is exhausting and frustrating. Um, work means what can I do to contribute to the world? What can I do to make the world a little nicer? Whether it's you know, music, art, literature. I have a friend that you know used to do the podcast with me. He now makes better money than I do playing video games on, on, on something called Twitch. I'm happy for him. Look, work doesn't have to be Let's steal the very few minutes that you have to live and make them suck. And I, I don't think that life has to be just misery. And this came from my following Andrew Yang. My God, if, if we actually, and now Kamala Harris, I think, has proposed 2,500 bucks a month until the end of the pandemic. Fine. Right. Um, by the time the pandemic's over, guess what? We're, have go we're, we're going to have learned that, wait, this shit works. And then I think we'll be able to keep it. And we need to keep it. Nobody, nobody, again, it has nothing to do with whether I like them or not or whether I approve of their lifestyle or not. Nobody deserves to be without the basic resources we need to live. Everyone deserves a place to live and, and, and uh, you know, sufficient food, medical care, decent public education, the means of communication, all of those things all people should have. And we have the resources. My God, we have way more resources than we need. Anyway, 
I have just summed up Fred's Front Porch podcast. There are like 55, 56 episodes. Um, and that's really what it's about. And I didn't know what it was going to be about. You just said you need to do a podcast. So my yeah, first episode, it, I listed my six ideas and ran. So yeah, it, it just, just because I know that Fred won't say this. Uh, so yeah, it was it was on my podcast with uh, with Real Moving Forward podcast where you know we 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 had him on and immediately I was like motherfucker you need a podcast holy shit like because then you got the kind of voice where even if you were reading the phone book it would sound really really good but the 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 quality of the podcast and your first one was fine like your first one is exactly how I do all my podcasts which I agree is a low bar but that's you know it's 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 the 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 kind of thing I now sort of incentivized to to improve but because of your mastery frankly in a very very short period of time um and the amount of creative uh uh juice that goes into your podcasts i mean it's uh, dude you're a powerhouse like it like the, I, I i cannot recommend uh people going to uh uh, uh to fred's front porch and, and, and checking it out because it's just they're they're really really good and thoughtful and you really do clearly want to change the world uh and realize the futility in that and 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 and, and right um so so yeah uh laurie just uh laurie just commented uh what are we doing because again we are doing this live um and i think i i probably will just because i love the uh the, the interaction um uh, so i am going to be interviewing all of the you know content creators and project runners that are going to be owning a chirp channel now once chirp goes live you're going to be able to go in there, spend some coins, which the whole thing is the whole ecosystem is going to run on uh, cryptocurrency called coins. Um, everyone, by the way, just to give some people some little detail uh, tidbits, everybody when you start is going to start with a thousand coins. Right, so you're going to have a little bit of uh, uh, skin in the game right off the bat if you've been using your referral link and you're uh, uh, you've in uh, invited a few people up to. Uh, 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 up to the, the the waiting list, you're going to be able to uh, actually start with more than a thousand, which is fun. So right off the bat, I think for the first few, a channel is going to cost a hundred coins, which is not much. It is very quickly going to the price of that is going to go up, uh, probably to five hundred and probably to even more than a thousand, uh, because we don't want just anyone making um, making a channel because we want to have good channels, right? We want to have people that are really really invested. Where it's going to be awesome to own a channel. Every single time somebody posts um, anywhere on the system, but anytime somebody posts on, say, Fred's channel, right? So I go in there uh, and I want to, I want to post, uh, uh, you know, a clip that I heard of his or or a picture or just a hello or whatever. So it cost me four coins to make a post, um, but uh, so basically, Fred will get half of that. So every time anyone posts in your channel, Fred, you're going to get two coins. Cool, right? And of course, over time, that will uh, that'll build up. Um, that's weird. Facebook user just asked if this is live. Yes, it is. It is live right now. Watch this. Facebook user. It's weird that there's no name attached to that. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing, Lori. I'm, you know, in charge of, of, uh, you know, developing and, and, and kind of cultivating the community around chirp. And the, the way that I thought to do that ultimately was to, take the the people that are going to be channel owners and a channel is really kind of like a cross between a facebook facebook group and a patreon page right uh, and have one kind of place where they can start to get to know each other um on my short list that i've created over the last couple of days obviously we're having fred on right now 
Um, I've got uh, uh, Matt coming on, who's in multiple uh, uh, venture capital, uh, um, you know, groups as well as uh, uh, crypto groups. Um, I'm going to be interviewing the uh, uh, the guy from Discussions.app, which is actually another social platform, kind of like Medium, uh, that uh, is working in the blockchain space. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing the guy who started Nifty Wizards, uh, which is like a, a brand new blockchain-based, uh, Telegram-based game where you can actually you know own these digital artifacts online. It's messed up and cool. So he's uh, he's going to be owning a channel. He actually also started uh, Chirp, just, <laughs> just so you guys know. A little multitasking there. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Jenner. You know who needs to uh, uh, to own a, a a channel for you know his Mindwave uh, uh, group and other podcasts that he's doing. So, yes, Trippian Minister of Community. That's the title that I've picked for myself. So far, nobody's uh, uh, yelled at me to change it yet. So I'm just going to keep it and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm imagining like I will be owning a channel inside Chirp that is uh, just for these conversations, just for the Chirp podcast. And of course, I'll be interviewing the uh, the Chirp dev team uh, as we uh, uh, do stuff. And I think we'll probably have some weekly roundups where you know whoever had the most activity in their stuff. There's a lot of ideas that we could do. It's just like that. Some of the special sauce that I can bring to a project is that I do stuff like this, and I love talking to people like Fred. Um, and down the road, you know, like when we have a hundred of these channels and a hundred of these episodes that we've done, there's going to be all sorts of opportunities for cross pollinization and for knitting that community together, uh, which I personally think is going to be one of the only ways that we can uh, kind of even remotely fight the David and Goliath battle. Uh, uh, between you know a startup like Chirp and things like Twitter and Facebook, a rant over. It wasn't a rant; it was a plug. And you know, I, I think it's important to have something other than Facebook for several reasons. First of all, um, I have a natural aversion to billionaires. Um, I just don't like them. Um, I actually have a, an episode that I have to redo because it occurs to me that somehow the music got lost, but. I have an episode called it's inherit something like uh, it's immoral to be a billionaire. And if you really understand the numbers, it is. Um, I did the math and I think something like nine, if, if you could spend, I believe you could spend a dollar a minute for the next 1,900 years and never run out of money if you were a billionaire. So you could spend a dollar a minute for the rest of your life and the next 18 generations of your family could do the same thing, assuming everybody lives for 100 years, and you would never run out of money. And now you're going to tell me that you're going to allow people not to have enough money to pay the electric bill, put gas in the car, buy food or pay their rent. Really? I, you know, I don't expect people, you know, I would love to contribute to more charity, but I live on $300 a month right now, which I make from Patreon. I just did a very nice episode about um, how much Arizona's unemployment system sucks. But, um, you know, I can't contribute money because I don't have it. But when you have more money than you need, when you can contribute $100 million and not even notice that you have less money than you did before, why the hell are you not? And what kind of, uh, for me, that's immoral. I I don't think that anyone needs to, you know, give half of your wealth away or something like that. But for heaven's sake, other people exist too. And well, yeah, but I earned that money all by myself. Oh, the hell you did. We paid for the schools in which you learned. We paid for the roads on which your goddamn trucks drive. 
We paid for, you know, the military that keeps you safe. We paid for the, for the, the research, for the medicine that keeps you alive. You didn't do shit by yourself. There have been very few humans who ever did. From the moment you are born, you have possibly 72 hours to live without another human being to help you. Um, that's what we do. We help each other. And the idea that I'm going to have all of this and you can't have any, that's immoral, it, in my view. Uh, I so I, I want definitely like besides Facebook. Yeah, well, and this right, like, and I think that that goes to, um, like, I I I think I would really like the idea of billionaires as long as there was like an exceptionally generous, like lower middle class UBI. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. Like I I want people to be able to, uh, you know, create massive amounts of value. And produce massive amounts of good, um, and and earn massive rewards, and then have that extra capital to marshal other projects, right? Sure. Um, but that combined with the amount of political power that you get with it, and the amount of uh, you know uh, uh, sort of bifurcation that happens when when there are people literally you know getting chucked out of hospitals because they don't have insurance, like that. That's I agree. That just feels deeply immoral to me. So this yeah. is where, and it was Kurt actually that came up with this. We'd been talking about it for a long time. But we're creating a standard that we would like to see other social platforms adopt called the 50-50 protocol, 50-50 standard, where basically every bit of ad revenue that comes in, every bit of revenue that comes in to the Chirp system, to the company, 50% of it is going to go back out to the content creators. Um, now, whether that's going out to the top top 10 sometimes or to just the top creators or to every creator, depending on how, uh, how much they put out. Um, you know, that, that's something that, that's really important to us. And we want to make sure that we're doing that from the very beginning. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the, the other difference is, you know, Facebook makes a lot of its money from uh, tracking <coughs> the ways that we use the site, tracking people's data, selling people's data, that kind of thing. Uh, Chirp is just never going to do any of that. Like we're we're not going to track people. We're not going to, uh, 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 you know, make money off of uh, off of that data. Uh, now, granted, that is our current position. I can imagine, although you know, Kurt uh, is not for this yet, but I can imagine a system down the road where we might have an opt-in way to benefit um, from the collective use of uh, uh, you know of our data in a way that the community would probably vote to accept. Um, but that's like a couple, like three, four years down the road kind of kind of problem to have. Um, so yeah, we we want to create a, a viable uh, you know alternative, right? So that's why we're uh, you know doing this with uh, um, you know a cryptocurrency backing, right? So th- there, there's going to be a a crypto token called Coins. Um, everybody's going to get a thousand uh, uh, when they start up. That probably won't always be the case. So you know you're definitely going to want to log in sooner than than later to to make sure you're starting with some. And every time you post, it's going to cost four coins to post. Uh, but if four people like it, then you're in the clear because every yeah. time somebody likes one of your posts, um, that is one coin that they're giving to you. It's like an automatic sort of uh, an economic attachment to our attention and 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 uh, uh, the things that we appreciate. It's like it's like encoding gratitude into the system is my favorite way of thinking about it. Like it's just I it's like just it. autom- it's just automatic. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, and you know the other thing I would like is a place, perhaps a little less toxic than Facebook. And I think if you have to invest your money 
or your your coins into saying something, you have to ask yourself, do I really want to pay to say fuck you? you know? <laughs> right. Right. And and really like how much more receptive to uh uh some you know shit heel commenting on your thing are you gonna be? So this is yeah. one of the this is one of the debates that's ongoing. And I and and this is exactly what I want to do with these conversations as well, right? Like I want to get to know uh, uh, everyone's projects, but then I really do want to get into, you know, what are what are your major pain points with uh, with social media? What do you really love about social media, right? And so we can yeah. we can hopefully solve for the first one and amplify the second one with everything that we do, uh, which is a conversation I'm really I'm excited to have on an ongoing basis. So, um, Fred, we initially had a conversation about this, and and we were talking about you know, say in your channel, uh, it mm-hmm. would cost to comment right um within hours uh, another good friend of mine sue gentry who is not a grandmother <clears throat> inside joke <laughs> um was suggesting that like she definitely wanted to have the comments be free and there was like a, a sort of an intense emotional reaction on both sides of that argument now what what i would like to do or and i'm gonna be i've been suggesting to the team and they're like backlogged with just getting the site ready right so this is on my list of stuff to start bugging them with for for after this is done is have it so that the channel owner can set that as um, a parameter of their own channel. Right. So in Fred's front porch, if you want to go in there and uh, uh, and and make a co- post or comment on one of his posts, it's going to cost you a coin or it's going to cost you four coins because Uncle Fred don't give a fuck. Right. And honestly, like, <laughs> if, if it cost me four coins, I've got a thousand to start out like. I would probably do that, right? So that that would be a thing where you could set it and start experimenting yourself with with making sure that you're still having a conversation, uh, but uh, uh, you know you're incentivized as the owner to uh, both make sure that there's a lot of people commenting, but that you know if somebody does want to say fuck you, they're going to have to pay you to do it, which is yeah. fun. That's cool. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, if you want to be rude to me. Fine, pay me and be as rude as you want. I don't. I don't care. I, the worst right. experience I ever had was on my front porch podcast page. I I and I I won't do it again. I boosted a post right because I thought, hey, I really could use some listens, and it was about unmasking the selfishness of uh, willful ignorance, and it was about idiots who. Well, I'm not wearing a mask because it's my political right. Oh, shove that up your ass! But. I had like 235 comments, maybe four of the people actually listened to the show and the rest of them were just telling me to go fuck myself. Pay me if you want to say that. Otherwise, please shut up. I I don't need that, you know? So yeah, absolutely. I will, uh, you know, I don't know. I want everybody to comment. I want them to feel free to comment, but I don't want them to feel free to do it, you know, without thinking about what they're saying. So Right, I'll, yeah, you know, it, I'll probably charge a coin. Yeah, right. Even to, like exactly, just create a tiny, tiny little bit of friction, right? Yeah. So, so a comment is going to cost exactly as much as like liking your post, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I don't know, you know, if that'll work, but it, we should try it, right? Like that. That just yeah. seems like something that that uh, that needs to be tried for sure. Um, and I and I also wonder, and it, it right now it's set to to free, but I'm personally lobbying to have the channels have either a one-time buy-in or a Patreon-like monthly subscription rate, right? So if you if you want to be on Fred's Front Porch, because again, you could set it at like almost nothing, right? 
you could set it right. at one one coin, which is essentially like a like, and that'll just ding people over time. Or you could set it at five hundred if you want to make um, like an exclusive place. Because honestly, like again, like we're the the economy is going to have to work itself out. We're not like we're going to be setting some initial boundaries, right? As far as like everyone gets a thousand when they first come in, so that's going to kind of create a bit of it. Every like is uh, is one coin. So when you get in, you have like a thousand coins. Or what would it be about 250 posts, right? Or whatever mm-hmm. combination thereof. So the economics of that are going to kind of have to work themselves out. Um, but I, I really hope that we get to make it so that it's all variable by and set by the channel owner. So I think that's going to be that's going to allow the, it to be decentralized enough so that we really got a feel for 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 what this kind of ecosystem because nobody's tried this really before, right? Like there's been a right. couple little versions of it that that quite frankly aren't going to be anywhere near as cool as Chirp. Not that I'm biased. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I, and Kurt and I have been having, you know, conversations around, um, I don't even want to use the word censorship. Like we as a company and, and the, you know, the creators of this platform and the community that is going to be dedicating their time and hearts and souls to, to, uh, to making it, to making it work, making it a place where we start our day, right? Like we want to have people, spending yeah. far more time on chirp than they do on Facebook or Twitter. That's the goal. Um, you know, where do we draw the line? Right. Cause if we go completely and totally, we're never going to censor anyone. Um, my initial concern was cool. I mean, that's that, that will make us where all the assholes go. Right. Just yeah. as a, you know, like <laughs> it, it, it's like a giant neon sign that says, KKK, please come here. And the second yeah. that I brought that up, Kurt was like, no, 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 no. If you're racist at all, you can fuck off. We're going to kick you off. I'm like, okay, you know, we got to define that. But, you know, that that's – so we started kind of thinking about this in terms of a, of a first principles argument, right? Like what are we simply not going to tolerate? Um, you know, racism was one. Any, you know, implication for violence was another. Um, and, and you know, it, this is not an easy problem, right? Um, up to and including, you know – is there something that we could do like Reddit, for example, that has uh, channels that are quarantined, right? Like maybe, you know, you, you have a channel and you're not really breaking, you know what I mean? Like there, there could be sort of uh, arguments where we just let you have your channel, but it's not going to show up anywhere else on the site like that. Those are going to be interesting things. And I want everyone's opinion on that as we start to, to build this out like that. I want that to be a, a, a community conversation so that we can we can do our very very best to create something that that where that toxicity just comes down because that yeah I, I actually started reading a book called uh, 10 reasons why you should delete every single one of your social media accounts right now right um because it gets into this right it gets into how facebook uses algorithms to literally control your mind and they can um control whole communities they've done double blind studies on us right um yeah. and and they can actually improve or uh, uh, or diminish the mood, the gestalt mood of millions of people at will. And they've proven it, right? A, we don't want to do that. But B, like, we're, we're, we are, we do want you to keep coming back, right? So we're going to be using some of the same kind of, like, we're going to send notifications to your phone, for example, right? Um, cool. It's still going to be a dopamine shot when you get coins. Now it's not only a dopamine shot, but you're like, going to have more you know inherent value that you can spend on the site anywhere you want so um yeah i i want to learn all the reasons why people want to destroy all of social media so that we can at least be aware of it and take a run at solving for it 
Um, I think what that book doesn't talk about is that, you know, there's eight people here. Uh, you know, six people have liked it. A bunch of people have commented. We're in this decentralized community, all locked in our houses in a pandemic. And maybe some of you guys don't know who Fred is, right? There's going to be a bunch of episodes like, like they're, they're, I think we skip over how easy it is for us now to connect in a meaningful way, right? To have a larger human family that is connected through these social media platforms, right? And so we'll be obviously trying to ramp up how effective that is as well. Yeah, you were saying you wanted to amplify the good parts about Facebook. And quite frankly, yeah, for me, uh, you know, I started on it like 10 or 11 years ago. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And then accidentally started bumping into people that, you know, people I hadn't seen for 40 years from, from high school and stuff. And it's like, love it. Cool. And, you know, now I, you know, Facebook has saved my ass any number of times. I live in the most abject poverty in the world. Four times in the last three years, I've had to do GoFundMes to stay alive. Thank you, Facebook, for having people here and introducing me to people that I was never going to meet any other way. I've got a million complaints about Facebook, but let's face it, they have connected me to a world that I wasn't going to have otherwise. And right. for those of us who are terrible introverts, I mean, basically, unless, you know, my heroes are playing, you know, a concert, I'm not leaving my house. I just don't. I don't like people. You all scare the living shit out of me. Um, <laughs> but I can do it here. And, right, right. You know, I feel perfectly confident where it's like, okay. If you all scare me too much, I can I can turn off my phone and go smoke a bowl and you can't hurt me anymore. Um, I like that aspect of of Facebook and I liked that it connected me to people I wasn't going to see any other way. And, and some of them have been, you know, just really deep and meaningful connections that have, right. you know, changed my life. I want that aspect. Get rid of the toxicity and increase the connection and 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 the you know, the, the feeling of, the, uh, you know, th that we are all us. There is no them. Let's increase that and be done with the ugliness as much as we can. I think part of that, too, and this is something as the uh, um, the minister of culture might have to, uh, to, to take a run at this, is that this might not be like the toxicity thing specifically um, might not be really solvable by technology. Right. And like, I, I hope we find some ways to, to, to limit it or, or really incentivize its opposite. Right. You, you know, using the, the, the carrot instead of the stick, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess one of the things I want to inject into these conversations is that, and, and repeat it, right. Use the mere effect, really, really drive it home so that we're all talking about it amongst ourselves is that there are there are best practices and things that you can learn and ways that you can personally engage that once you learn starts to give you a lot more return on investment a lot more ROI per minute spent on social media than normal um for example uh arguing most of the time gives you around the same return on investment as shooting yourself in the dick with a bazooka. It's just my personal <laughs> You're a very experience. favorite metaphor, Corey. I've only heard it you is. use that 340 times. It is. There's, there's actually, there's uh there's an emoji sequence that people are now using on Twitter. And I am here for that. I am. That is cool. 
I thought you invented it. I have never heard. I've never heard anyone else say it. I thought. That oh was no, a I, I invented it. It's just become a meme, and I like it. I am totally cool with that. But no, cool. that, so and and that isn't always true, right? You can you could definitely have, especially in the crypto space. I see this a lot, right? And not all the time, but a lot more than than anywhere else, where you have discussions where people are. It's not so much an argument as it as it is for you know, and there's still opinions, but it it really is a search for more data and better data and learning um, as opposed to the, the hyper bifurcation of politics, which is basically just, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask because the guy with the red hat said not to, right? Like it's so dumb that you can't, it's just intractable. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to have somebody come around and go like, Oh no, you, you totally made some good points, Fred. I have totally changed my mind. Like that's just not going to happen. So, you know, but you uh, keep trying, you know, yeah. Well, this is the thing. and but I I do think, however, that like the 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 one on one discussions on social media are are very close to profitless uh, as far as moving us towards our goal. Not completely, right? One of the arguments I've seen, I used to make it because I used to do this all the time. Like I am literally like a surviving addict of arguing on the, online, and not you know immune from doing it still every once in a while until I catch myself. Is that? You're never going to convince their, uh, th- them really of anything, whoever you're arguing with, but you might reinforce or help someone who is never going to sort of be that vocal about it, who might come across and read it and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not crazy, right? So so th- there's that. I still think that's too low, but what I do think is really good is exactly what you're doing, Fred. Like you will make a podcast and collect a lot of these ideas and go on there and speak from the heart in a way that I think will affect people thousands of times more than you know any back and forth on a social media platform right which again is why like i want you to have a channel i want you to be developing a community of people that really really love your podcast and are pushing those ideas out there because it amplifies like you are an exceptionally good person your voice will be amplified the community that grows up in your uh you know in your chirp channel i like we're gonna grow that megaphone until it's gigantic and that in my humble opinion, will be millions of times more valuable than ever arguing with one person online ever. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And uh, and that's why I'm kind of excited about doing this because, you know, especially getting in on the ground floor. And yeah, I have no doubt there are going to be 50 things wrong with it that you're going to find in the first day. And then you will oh, fix we, 25 yeah. of those. And, you know, and, and because this is what it is whenever you do something new. There's always, you know, I didn't, I hadn't thought of this. I, because you can't, you can't think of everything, but the nice idea, but what I like is that I'm actually going to be dealing with the human being. Try to get some help on Facebook. I don't believe you can actually talk to a person on the phone. I don't believe you can. No. Well, and Um, this is, this is, I've been using this as a selling point for our community specifically because like, yeah, there's nowhere else online where you can say, hey, Corey, can we get this? And I tell the dev team, it might show up tomorrow, right? Like when we were when we were in our beta on uh, the links chain and, you know, we would have this idea or that idea, like somebody had the idea of coming up with a leaderboard, right? And the leaderboard is like, how many coins have you earned? Uh, and, and, you know, whoever is in the top 10 or top 20 or top 30 or whatever, like you're on the leaderboard. You're like, holy shit, I'm doing amazing, right? And that was very, very uh, motivating for me personally. Uh, and it showed up the next day. Like it just, it just was, was suddenly there. Um, yeah. And you know, there's going to be a lot of things, right? Like the, the idea uh, around, you know, making 
uh, uh, channels private or doing this or doing that or having admin tools because there's not really going to be any when we first start, right? So we're going to see what the highest priorities are for us. Um, and we're going to have a channel for suggestions. So without talking to me, you're just going to be able to go to a troop channel and say, hey, you know, uh, can we get this, that, or the next thing or whatever? And they're just going to add them to a list. Like I've, I've, I've seen them do this and they're exceptionally fast and really responsive. And Kurt's actually really fucking smart about kind of prioritizing what needs to happen when. Um, so yeah, I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing is that, you know, right now, obviously you're going to be very, very small. So the couple of guys that you've got doing this are going to be able to handle all the suggestions that we have. I, you know, in, in, in the, like last week I did an episode in which chirp appears as something from the future. I think that was so cool. Massive. Yeah. And, yeah. And <laughs> I need to clip that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have shit. it as this massive thing by then what you're going to want is a team of like, you know, I don't know, 10, 15,000 people who really know what the hell they're doing, know what they're talking about, can actually take action so that when somebody needs something and, you know, and maybe you won't because by then you'll have everything so worked out that it just works. But yeah. you want it's that human interaction. Um, I'm frustrated as hell about Arizona's unemployment right now because it is impossible. Um, if you happen to make the website work the first time and everything works just right, congratulations, you can get unemployment. But if you can't, um, you can, you, you, there's no one to email. And if, yeah. and if you call, I'm not kidding, this happened to me the other day, um, you can sit there for 35 minutes before a recorded voice comes on and says, um, I'm sorry, due to the pandemic, there are too many people in the queue. Please call back tomorrow. Fuck that. Yeah, it's just, it's I, just when crazy. We have chirp, when we have Chirp, I would like to be able to talk to a human being who could say, oh, yeah, Fred, we've already done that here. It's this. Or, hey, I've never thought of that. Cool. Let me talk to the guys and let's see what we can do. Human yep. beings. Yeah. Please make that, you know. A, 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 an inherent part of the channel we that, that would be huge to me that that's kind of that's that's where i live right so i was talking to, with some people about shipple this morning and you know i i knew just enough about cryptocurrency to follow uh, uh uh some directions and make a token right um and i know nothing about dev i can't fucking make a website you know like i don't know i, I don't know shit yeah. which is the biggest joke right like that's that's the whole kind of entertainment about it but what it forced me to do is while Shipple was growing as a community, we had to go do human power for everything. Literally everything. Yeah. You want transactions to go out? I need to I'll do that myself. Well, there's like a thousand a day and I can't even do that in a day. So we get a bunch of volunteers to start doing that. And then even that got too much. So we had to kick everybody out of base camp and, and, and start tribes. And here's where, where I, I feel like this is really interesting. The channels on Chirp are fucking tribes. That's all they are. Right? All right. And it's going to be one for every podcast, one for every idea, right? Like, think about this. Would you think of, think of a hashtag that you would want to own on Twitter? Because on Chirp, you fucking can. Because the channels okay. are, are just hashtags. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it's going to be, it's going to create a really interesting gold rush, I think, or, or, or sort of land rush almost, like people staking out. The, the kinds of ideas that uh, uh, um, you know that they they want to own channels on and stuff. It's going to be weird. So yeah, I, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying that's why I'm excited. Is 
I would like to be in a place where I feel like, you know, and it's the same reason that uh, I am obsessed with, I am setting a goddamn alarm clock for 645 every morning because I want to do hashtag coffee. I want to be in a place where, okay, look, I'm okay here. These are other human beings. They are decent people. And I am not going to get the, the shit kicked out of me for having an idea that, that differs from someone else's. And, uh, you know, that's what I look forward to in Chirp is these are people. These are not algorithms. These are not. And and we will have some control of, hey, you know, you're a racist prick. You're gone now. We don't need you. That kind of thing. Yeah. No, we, we, we and that to me, the, one of the things I'm noticing about how we are processing information as a culture now is that for better or worse, there were editorial gatekeepers before, right? There were mm -hmm. sort of quote unquote experts. Um, yeah. And to greater or lesser degrees, they actually were, right? There are yeah. journalistic standards that uh, they held to. And not always, but generally speaking, that was, that was a real thing. Um, and now any dumb fuck like elephant humping weirdo can go on. I don't know why that came in, but like any idiot on YouTube can go like, actually the, the entire COVID thing is, is all about 5g and, and, it, and masks are just to control your mind. Like what? And they'll get a million views. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. th that information disseminates so, so quickly. And I think, and this is again, not something that could necessarily be solved with, with software, but it can be solved culturally. You mm -hmm. as a human, anyone listening to this, and I know, Fred, you do this. We definitely do it on, on, on coffee. I do it on my personal page. You have complete editorial control where you have it. On yeah. your Facebook uh, page, you know, if somebody is spreading shitty ideas, nuke them. This is just, yeah. this is how I do it. And I'm not even saying that what I'm doing is perfectly the right thing. It's just, it's what I've decided to do. I, where I have editorial control, I will absolutely exercise it. If you spread a conspiracy theory on my page, we're never talking on uh, uh, like I, I might warn you once, but we'll you'll never be anywhere near me on social media again. That's just a thing, right? If you come and comment on coffee and you're an asshole, we'll just get rid of you. Like I want to have high quality conversations with good information that we're not always going to agree, and that's great. That's how it's supposed to yeah. work. But if you're just a fucking racist shithead, yeah, no, you don't get to be here, right? And everyone yeah. has to make those choices for themselves. But I, 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 I implore everyone to start thinking in those terms. Everything that happens on any tiny little slice of the internet that you control, you are tacitly allowing to be amplified, period. Right? And so what we do with that, that, you have to make your own choice about what we do with it, but, but be intentional. There's something that you, know, you just touched on that I, that I think is something you might want to consider in Chirp. When when we were having hashtag coffee the other day and we had that moron in there, uh, he had what three or four different accounts and four he kept five. returning five. Yep. Okay, can we avoid that on church? So, is there a way? This is yeah. This is something really interesting. I was talking with uh, uh, Boyce from Mindful Skeptics, uh, yeah. which reminds me, <clears throat> he's in my my first uh, ten targets for. Uh, uh, for doing these episodes, I got to talk to him really quickly. Anyway, um, he was talking about uh, KYC. So one of the things, and that's know your customers. So that's basically like Thanks. you know, right? When when you sign into a banking app or to like a crypto app where you can buy cryptocurrency, they need to know exactly who you are legally, right? So you're sending them in a picture of your ID, and they do a rectal exam. It's this whole thing, 
minus the rectal exam, I think. So Kurt really wanted to have it so that there was no KYC uh, on on Chirp, right? So anyone can sign up. You know, he he loves the anonymity of it. He's like a legit hacker, so he's from that world. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to be advocating for is a checkmark system, so you can opt in, and it's not going to be a blue checkmark, but it'll be a green checkmark, basically saying like, no, I this is who I am, right? I am putting my my actual name to this, um, yeah. and then as channel owners, maybe we can decide uh, we might not take people that don't have the green checkmark. Right, because then it puts the power in our hands. So if you if you want to show up, you're you, and like we can Google you, the shit out of you. You're a real person, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So green that, check mark, blue check mark. Explain to old. It's men not really like the blue check mark is just like Twitter says you're real, right? I don't even okay. really know. Like that you're a celebrity, and you know that you, you're like the real uh, Jenner Zeno account as opposed to a fake one. Um, okay. <clears throat> whereas, like, Boyce actually brought up, suggested the green check mark because it's a little bit different. Like, we're like we're inventing this, right? We're making this shit up. Yeah. Um, that where we could just have the system, and I think it's actually relatively easy to do. You can actually outsource the KYC to uh, some companies that that uh, are already working connected to different uh, uh, cryptocurrency or blockchain type outfits and stuff. I just I really like that idea because I think that's something that I would probably do. Right? If you're going to be a uh, you know coming into a channel where where we're having discussions like that if it ever becomes an issue right um yeah hey i mean if it's one of my channels you're gonna have to pay to get in right mm-hmm. uh, again maybe not a lot but it's not gonna be zero uh but uh, uh but then you know even like streaming eventually if we ever get to that 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 size where we can actually do that i just i like that idea because you know that means you're gonna have one account and if you get if you get turfed you get turfed and that's it turfed another word i don't know you mean uh, just get gotten out. rid of? Like, yeah, ter- yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This is interesting. Uh, I, so I want to actually keep these around a half an hour, and we've totally fucked that up. Yeah, okay. Uh, so this is 45 minutes already, but I like that. But I wanted to get to this. David Miller said, John, uh, uh, Jonathan Haight suggested there should be a way to anonymously or somewhat uh, enforce unique accounts. Tying an account to an identity would prevent a lot of dishonesty. Yeah, so you know, I, I'm not sure how we could do that sort of uh, uh, um anonymously or semi-anonymously but i do know that we could just have an opt-in right um yeah and and that way i mean hell you got a double blind study right there right we're gonna see what the quality of conversations are like without it and what they're like with it um and then the channel owners get to uh, get to decide uh channel owners get to triple purple check mark um we'll have to run that one up the flagpole and see what happens. <laughs> uh, like it Anyway, Fred, thank you so much. Jenner, you're on thank deck you. for uh, 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 for coming on here before uh, uh, before too much longer transpires. My English capacity is already done. I've been live for too long today already. Uh, Fred, thank you very much. Fred is going to be uh, a, a, a Chirp channel owner. Um, it's going to be yeah. Fred's Front Porch podcast and maybe something else if he decides to do a couple because that is a thing you're allowed to do. Uh, we'll and, see. Uh, but yeah, no, I just want the podcast. That's all. So yeah, yeah. it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. All right, thank you guys very much for uh, for coming. This has been the inaugural test case for uh, a chirp podcast. So there you go. Uh, see you guys. Thank you. All right. Yeah.